This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good afternoon. At the tone, Pacific Daylight Time will be... It's 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. One step closer to my own personal health. This is Primetime on Sports Radio 1080 The Fan. We expect the best. We're not afraid to break someone. Do you hear me? Primetime is your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Go ahead and clap. Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Rob. I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sakanik. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Primetime on 1080 The Fan. All right. All right. Welcome back. Thursdays, 5 o'clock hour, you know, they're action-packed. A lot. Well, even the 4 o'clock hour. Hello, Dan Lanning in the news. Jethro from Kelso. Watcher news. Come on. God, man. We are delivering today. Now, tomorrow, I can't promise anything. Well, we got Joey tomorrow. He always brings it. <laughs> does he? I think he does. <laughs> I love Joey's interviews. I know. I had to give him a hard time. Plus, we know it's going to be liquored up, Joey, because he's got the uh, the Buffalo Trace rolled in today. Yeah. His special casket. Uh, Buffalo I don't think it's a, a casket. Uh, I think it's a cask. A cask. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. What is there a special casket full of (laughs) Buffalo Trace? I would like a a casket full of Buffalo Trace. Wouldn't that be something? Get a little straw on the top of it? I might take it over the cask. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's a little whimsical. Exactly. Hey, what's with the casket there in the corner? Ah, it's full of booze. You'll be fine. Well, after I drink it all, you can put me in there. (laughs) Dump it in there and splash around a little bit. Let's go. Well, we have Jason Quick, our Blazers insider, coming up next. The Blazers suddenly suck. Uh, we have Rop in the Bank at 5.30. I will be doing something very controversial. Winning um, or? <laughs> well, I haven't won yet, no. but I'm going to try winning in a way that you will find most controversial. All right. Um, and then our club tonight, uh, how many people would do it with a robot? No. And I think that number is quite high. <laughs> I would like to hear more about this watcher story. Yeah, I've got the letters. Um, yeah, I want to I hear some of that. And, and some of them are a little, uh, th- and they get weirder as it goes. Yeah, we'll tee up. If you don't know what that is, we'll we'll tee that up in the club six to seven right now. The hot five at five. Oh, hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, darling, I'm hot today. And hot air. It's time for the hot five at five. That's hot. The hot five at five on prime time with Isaac and Sue. No, I mean it. That's very hot. The hot five at five with Isaac and Sue on 1080 The Fan. Number five. Well, I put this in here just because uh, Doug fans seem to have a boner for uh, Mario Cristobal. <laughs> and it is great to watch him kind of flail in yeah. Miami. Well, anytime you get, well, anytime you get rejected by, by someone. Oh, they, so he it, left for yeah. a hotter chick, yeah. you know. And it's then like, it turns out that hotter chick's got like a bum leg and, you know. And I don't think anybody is trading Dan Lanning for Mario Cristobal. No. But uh, Cristobal today lands cornerback Cormani McClain, who commits to Miami 
over Alabama and Florida. He is the number four overall recruit in the country. Well, so they're one. They'll have like a team full of crap, and then apparently one really good corner. I wonder what that costs you, by the way, to land that kid. You don't seem impressed. Wow. I just enjoy watching Cristobal flail down there. I do think it's funny. I just like how quickly the Miami faithful went from he's our savior to they're pissed. And we said, when you hire him, be careful. Like, Cristobal is a good program builder. I never thought he was a great coach, and he was not going to be a savior down there. I saw Dirt tweeted a link out to an interview uh, with his, whatever his weekly radio show is, and he basically was Number taking four. credit for Oregon's success right now and wanted what? to deflect uh, for what, from what his program is doing. Oh, my God, really? Yeah. Utah visiting Washington State tonight, FS1. Uh, Cougs, uh, the game kicks at 7, by the way. The Cougs got to win this if uh, they want to avoid dropping to 1-4 and four in the Pac-12. Yeah, well, it started out so well for Washington State, and there was a lot of hype, and, you know, they, they played Oregon tough. I mean, they, they should have had Oregon there in that one. But since then, you know, they've they, they lost to USC. They, they pretty much got shillelied at Oregon State. Um, and the offense just really – I would have told you at the start of the year that the Cougs' defense was going to be the strength of that team. No one would have believed me. And, and it's really the offense that's, that's been kind of a struggle. Utah's coming off a bye. Uh, they are currently ranked 14th. They are number eight in the nation in turnover margin. Meanwhile, the Cougs have been struggling in that department. They are 90th. Yeah. You can watch it, like I said, FS1. It kicks off at uh, 7 o'clock tonight. It's actually a pretty good game, you know, as far as you know, Thursday night college football. A lot of time you get the action games. I'll check that out. My Coog buddy is worried that, worried that it's not going to be very well attended because of how cold it is and how late in the year it is for a Thursday night game. Cougs are breaking out some new unis for it. They're doing the, uh, you know, they do the script Cougar, the old school one. They're doing that, but with a script wazoo on some, like, metallic red helmets. They're pretty cool. Giants trade receiver Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs. In exchange, they get a third and sixth round draft pick. Supremely talented guy who's just never really worked out there in uh, with the G-men. Uh, new, the new coaching staff doesn't particularly care for him. He's been beat up, so this may just be one of those fresh starts. All the talent in the world, just never been able to put it together in New York. And Andy Reid has a history of taking some flyers on some guys with maybe some questionable character. Thursday night football on Amazon will be the Bucks hosting the Ravens. Uh, looks like that Baltimore will have Gus Edwards, Mark Andrews, and Rashawn Bateman. Um, already without four starters, Tampa Bay earlier today downgraded defensive lineman Akeem Hicks to out. So, well, I'm sure it's Thursday night football, so it'll be uh, you know be a barrel eleven of, to ten. Be a barrel of monkeys. I'm going to play the under on this one, by the way. I'm also playing the under on the Cardinals. <laughs> Just FYI, in my rop in the bank picks. Bengals receiver Jamar Chase is dealing with the hip injury. They say it will keep him out four to six weeks. He's even seeking uh, second opinions outside of the club. Yeah, that's kind of a spooky one. You know, yeah. you deal with hips and stuff like that. That's it's not good. No, that's just one of those that can end up lingering. So when you hear four to six and second opinions, and, and Cincinnati had just kind of got this thing rolling a little bit. So that's, that's a bummer for them. He is a candidate for the IR, according to Adam Schefter. Uh, Cincinnati's next game, uh, Monday night, Monday night football. They are visiting Cleveland. Yeah, and for Cleveland, this may be your kind of final stand to figure out whether or not you're a buyer or seller at the at the deadline. Number one. Number one. 
And number one, Damian Lillard left last night's loss with what appeared to be a non-contact knee injury, but it was not. It turns out it was a grade one calf strain. Uh, he says he is not overly concerned. They will reevaluate in one to two weeks. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're not thrilled about that, but I also saw Lillard's quote where he said something to the effect of, if we're not able to handle something like this, then who are we really? Like, that's the whole point is that you know, hopefully you've assembled the team that it's not Damian Lillard and nobody else. So, you know, with, with, with Simons and with Grant and with the way they've been playing, minus last night's game, which was pretty ugly on the defensive end and turnovers, you would like to think that they can weather the storm and they can sit out for, you know, 10 days and, and come back and be fine. Zers get Houston tomorrow, Memphis Wednesday. Both of those games are at home, and then they embark on a six-game road trip uh, with two at Phoenix right off the uh, right off the bat. Uh, Miami was here last night. They turn around and visit the Warriors tonight. Well, We'll see how this goes here, but I, I still think that you should be uh, you'd be optimistic the way the Blazers. I would have told you four and one out of the gate. I think everyone would be not quite, after last night. Everyone would be quite happy with blow it, it up. They're terrible. <laughs> ah, it's awful. Hey, speaking of them, Blazers insider Jason Quick standing by. Uh, we will get the latest uh, on the team from him next. It is five fourteen on the fan. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right. Um, I do want to preemptively state that Thursday Night Football is underway, but we do have some picks coming up in Rop in the Bank that pertain to that game. I just would like the listeners to know, full transparency, we've all shared those with one another. Yes. So we are not... No, there will be no funny business. Right. Although at this point, with your picks, you might want to have some funny business. <laughs> oh, I have funny business. <laughs> Just wait. All right. Uh, right now, though, the uh, Blazers insider of the Athletic, Jason Quick, is joining us. He's back this year. For those that missed his uh, return last week, he is uh, here with us every Thursday at 515 to talk some Zers. How are you? You okay? Yeah, doing great. Good. What was that last night? How do you explain that performance? It was garbage. It was crap. Yeah. Uh, I think probably the most disappointing aspect of it was how they just fell apart after Lillard left the game. And, you know, particularly Anthony Simons got really sloppy with the ball. Uh, and everyone really just got really loose with the ball. And, and that was disappointing to see. But, um, you know, that hap- one that happens in the NBA where uh, you have an off night. But two, I thought Miami was really well coached and uh really played hard uh, i i thought portland looked really good in the first half matter of fact i turned to uh, mike richmond who i sit with during games and i said god i think portland's gonna win again because the blazers i thought outplayed uh, miami for the first quarter and and half of the second quarter but then miami um you know kind of picked up some things defensively and it started getting in passing lanes and, and the game kind of turned but uh Clearly, things really spiraled after Dame left uh, with five minutes left in the third. So should that be a concern? Obviously, would Lillard going to miss a little bit of time with the calf, or is that something that you think they can kind of grow and learn from? I saw Lillard said something to the effect of, if we can't handle this, well, me being out, like what what, what are we really? Yeah, I think that's going to be the intrigue of these next couple games, you know, Tomorrow night's game against uh, Houston, they should win regardless if Lillard is in there or not. Uh, you know, Houston's really young and uh, still trying to kind of find its feet. But uh, after that, you know, you have Memphis and then two with Phoenix. Uh, it's going to be interesting, one, just to see how they respond, and two, how Chauncey Billups chooses to go with his lineup. I, I'm imagining uh, that. Anthony Simons will move to starting point guard and, you know, maybe Shaden Sharp starts at, at shooting guard. Uh, but I, I think there's a lot of different ways he can, he can go. I mean, he could start Anthony, move Josh Hart to shooting guard, and then, uh, you know, put either Nasir or, or Shaden at, at small forward. So that's going to be interesting to see how he handles the rotation and then also just to see how young guys like Keon and, and Shaden uh, respond to more minutes and more meaningful minutes. What do you think of Shaden Sharp so far? I'm encouraged by him. Uh, you know, <laughs> he's got uh, more explosive athleticism than we've seen 
uh, boy, I'd, I'd have to think to someone who has, has more explosive athleticism than him. I'd, it might be the most we've seen, especially from uh, a young guy. Uh, and I like his shot. I like his confidence. Um, you know, and, and like Chauncey says, the the big thing about him is is defensively right now. He's making some silly fouls and, and out of position, but uh, his on ball defense is is decent. It, it's when he has to play within the concept of a team and play in space that he sometimes gets mixed up. But as Chauncey said, shoot, <laughs> I got a bunch of veterans who do that. So they're willing to kind of uh, live with his mistakes right now. And I thought Chauncey really put it perfect last week. He said, man, we lost a lot of games to get this guy. Let's throw him out there and see what we got. And uh, I think it's really cool to see him getting better the more he plays. And, uh, you know, there was a play, I think it was last night, where he drove baseline and he wanted to jam it. And uh, <laughs> what got in the way was the backboard. He hit his head on the backboard. They ended up calling a foul. I don't think anyone from Miami fouled him. It was more the backboard that, that fouled him because uh, he was up that high. So I, I think he's going to be really fun, and I think he's going to be really something special. So when you, you look at the, you know, the preseason, the defense was a mess. And then they come out those first yeah. four games, and they were, by every metric, <clears throat> a top 10 defense. And that's only four games, and then last night it kind of falls apart in the second half. I mean, it's only five games in, but just from a defensive standpoint, are, are, we, are we closer to what we saw in the first four games, or is that a little bit of fool's goal, do you think? No, I think, I think this team is going to be better defensively. I don't think they'll be a, a top 10 defensive team, but I think they can be in the top half of the league. And what's really interesting is – how frequently Billups is uh, going in and out of using his zone defense. And I talked to him a little bit before the game about that. And he said he really kind of settled on playing zone after last season because he had to use it because all the young guys couldn't stay in front of their guy and they couldn't really uh, uh, think enough to do the their core principles on man-to-man. So a lot of these young guys, the Anfernees and Trenton Watfords and uh, guys who played a lot last year became accustomed to using the zone. And then he just started using it more in um, preseason and training camp. And it's become kind of a weapon for Portland. You know, the thing is in the NBA, you can't use zone for large stretches. But the impressive thing that Chauncey has done this year, I think, is he's given teams – different looks throughout the game of their defense. Whereas, you know, for all those years with Stotts, it was just one brand of defense, pretty much all 48 minutes of the game. And Chauncey's going in and out of zone, in and out of uh, drop coverage, in and out of trapping, switching. So he's given teams a lot of different looks. And it it's a credit to – I think the team that they're able, they're picking up more on it. There's still some breakdowns. You know, I thought against Denver, they had a ton of breakdowns on the, on the back line. I think they gave up 10 dunks, but I, I think they're showing that, okay, we're starting to grasp this and he's understanding that they're starting to grasp it. So he's changing the defense more and more, which is keeping teams off balance. This is our uh, Blazers insider, Jason quick. You can read his stuff on the athletic <clears throat> 
He's with us every Thursday at 5.15. What are you hearing about um, Damian Lillard, the severity of his injury? Well, it was a little bit surprising today when they came out uh, after the MRI. Uh, you know, grade one strains, the, the least serious of a, of a strain, but they put the timeline at, at one to two weeks, he'll be evaluated again. And after talking to Dame last night, it, I was almost certain that, okay, yeah, he'll miss Friday's game, but he'll be back in time for Wednesday's game against Memphis. But they're saying at least a week until he's – uh, evaluated again. And so that means he'll miss the Memphis game. And then if it goes two weeks, then you're talking about, you know, missing a total of six games at least. So uh, initially, you know, I left the arena last night thinking, ah, yeah, he'll miss one game and he'll be back. and It won't be a big deal. But now you're, you're at least missing two and, and potentially six. So uh, it'll be interesting uh, to see how he responds. He's usually, uh, a pretty good healer. He's usually able to play with a high pain tolerance, but I think this also shows uh, a different approach that he and perhaps the team is taking as far as, I think, being a little more cautious. You know, he spoke about this last night that in years past, he would have really pushed to go back out there onto the court and be available for the team. But now, you know, he has this kind of outlook that, I need to be there for the long haul. You know, being there for the fifth game of the season isn't as important as being there for the 75th game of the season. So uh, I think he's being a little smarter, a little more cautious, knowing that his body feels uh, a little bit more of the aches and pains each day as he wakes up. And I think he wants to make sure he doesn't have a nagging thing all throughout this season all throughout this season. Yeah, because he's playing that, that core thing, right? He said he'd been playing with that thing for years. <clears throat> yeah, four years, four and a half years. Wow. That, that still blows my mind. I know that, you know, here we are, you know, very long removed from that injury. That still blows my mind that a player of his caliber with the offseason never got that dealt with for four years. And he looks a lot better, I mean, before he went down with the calf injury. Yeah. He just looked, I mean, who's really hurt? He must really have a high pain tolerance. Yeah. And, you know, you're, you're right. The way uh, I talked to Eric Spolstra yesterday of the heat, the heat coach. And he said, yeah, everyone's, you know, remarking about his shooting range and how well he's shooting since he's been back. But really the real story with him is his burst and his first step, he's getting by people at will. And that's a really scary thing for a coach uh, defending him because the book on him is he has such range. You've got to get out there and be in contact with him. But then when you do that, he can drive by you even more easily. Uh, And especially now that he has that first step, he has that burst back, uh, he's torching guys. And I think that's why he's getting to the line so much in these games is because guys are just playing catch-up and they're grabbing and pushing and bumping them. Um, So that really bodes well for the rest of the season, that he has that burst. And I think that's why they need to be careful that they don't have a nagging thing on something like his calf because, uh, you know, when he's, when he's right, he's proven already in the, in the first five games that he can be pretty special. Well, I would hope, too, with the emergence of, of Anthony. And Josh Hart, to me, has just been – he's perfect for this team. And then he's just quiet. But, you know, Jeremy Grant just goes out and, and 
he puts up quiet numbers, but you look at the box score at the end of the, the game, and you're like, I'll be damned. It's just, it, it's, it's just seems to be a good fit and it, better equipped to weather an absence like, like Lillard's. Yeah, the big thing with, with Jeremy, I, I don't care a thing about his offense, even though he's been a, a decent offensive player. The huge thing has been he's taken the, the top offensive threat every night, and it's really alleviating a lot of pressure off Lillard. Opening night, he guarded De'Aaron Fox. Uh, against the Nuggets, he guarded uh, Jamal Murray. You know, he's taken the top guy, and it's often a point guard, and he's able to kind of neutralize them or at least allow uh, Dame not to have to, one, get in foul trouble, and two, exert a bunch of energy trying to guard and go through all those pick and rolls. So that is a weapon that the Blazers really haven't had in years. Uh, you know, probably since Scottie Pippen, a, a big guy who can kind of stifle opposing point guards. And that's why Jeremy Grant is so valuable. And, and while he's doing that, at other times you can say, hey, go guard the center. Go guard the power forward. He can guard literally guard one through five. And that is just incredibly valuable, especially for a Blazers team and a Blazers franchise that is trying to find their footing defensively. What stories you working on? I'm working on a really deep dive on Justice Winslow, and uh, he is a fascinating guy. Incredibly, incredibly intelligent. Um, he's really present. That's the thing that drew me to him last year. He's a guy that always looks you in the eye. He's always looking around and trying to observe things. Um, and he has. Uh, He's been on a journey. Uh, he has fought some pretty hard uh, depression issues, uh, stemming a lot from his injuries. He didn't handle it well. Uh, had you know, really clashed in Miami with Eric Spolstra. Had a really good talk with Spolstra about uh, his his kind of um, ongoing battles with justice, trying to get him to see beyond himself and I think even justice admits that early in his career he was super self-centered you know he's the 10th overall pick he was kind of groomed to be the replacement for Dwayne Wade and he had this huge head and thought only about himself and then he got injured two years in a row and kind of went into this dark place you know drinking a bottle of wine then going and having tequila on top of that and uh, so this is kind of uh, a story of his journey to finding happiness. And he's really, really happy with this situation in Portland. He says, anytime I see uh, Steve Ballmer of the Clippers and Lawrence Frank, the GM of the Clippers, he says, I make sure to tell them, you know, thank you. Thank you for sending me to Portland. Thank you for sending me to a situation where I'm valued. And, uh, I think he, I think Justice as well is a is a very valuable piece to this team. I know a lot of people look at him and his his ugly jumper and go, oh yeah, he you know he sucks. But you know, as Eric Spolstra says, this guy's invaluable. You win with this guy. Yep. He can guard guard centers. He can play a little point guard. He's a heady passer. Plays hard. Uh, and so, you know, he says you just have to get over the way it looks. He's unorthodox in the way it looks. 
but you win basketball games when you have this guy on the floor. And credit to Joe Cronin, when he made that trade, he made sure that justice was included in that. He saw that out of him. And Chauncey has seen it in practices and stuff. And he's, you know, a regular part of this rotation. And you see, he makes little winning plays. He's, and he, he wants to get better at the jumper. He says, I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. I know people talk about it, but, uh, you know, he wants to get better at that. And I think he will, but, uh, he's a really, really super fascinating guy. I'm, I'm getting to know more and more reaching out to his family and stuff. And, and, uh, I think it'll be a good one. Well, feel free to use this. He's my daughter's favorite player, <laughs> mainly because she oh, nice. she likes that his name is Justice and she thinks he's yeah. ridiculously good looking. So that's the sort of hard hitting <laughs> info you get from from my child. Okay. We're, we're watching the game and she's like, "Who's that?" And I said, uh, "Oh, I said that's Justice Winslow." And she's like, "His name is Justice, and he looks like that." Yeah. So instantly, her favorite player. So just if you want to include that in the article, feel feel free. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll look for that in The Athletic, and we'll talk to Jason Quick uh, next week, 5.15. Thank you, sir. All right, we'll see you guys. All right, Jason Quick every Thursday, 5.15. Let's rock the bank. Coming up next, our locks of Gibraltar. Let's and go. Let me tell you something. I have. <laughs> I have. This is the week. This, this week. This week. Let me t- I have stuck with the system, and what it has spit out this week, you can't miss it. All right. uh, it's next. Here's Buck. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Isaac and Souk are ready to predict this week's college and NFL outcomes with their usual laser-like accuracy. How about if I take your money and kick you in the balls three times? No. Is that a fair deal? A deep dive on the games that matter and some that don't. Football is football. Football's football. This is Roppin' the Bank with Isaac and Souk on 1080. Somebody's making money. The Fan. All right, to quote uh, the great Mattress Mac, uh, stability is boring. <laughs> we love the action. That's right. Enough we, safe and sane. It's time for right. dumb and dangerous. That's right. We keep firing here. Uh, I'm coming off a one in two week. More of the same. I am down 27 units. It's, it's not so good. But the run starts now. Starting right now. now. <laughs> uh, Big Souk, three and three last week. He has plus 15 units. I'm going to call for the ball on the first one. Go for it. Because I told you that I was going to do something controversial. Yes, you were. And here it is. <laughs> this is besides your Buccaneers pick. No. Here's what I'm doing. All right. I love the Ravens tonight. Yeah. Bateman's back. Andrews is playing. Edwards is back. Tampa can't run the ball. They're without five starters and a backup. The Bucks haven't covered in their last nine Thursday night games. Nine. Tom Brady is probably going to retire tomorrow. He's then going to get a divorce. They just lost to Carolina. It wasn't close. I see zero reason yeah. to take Tom Brady and the Bucks tonight. And that is why <laughs> I am taking Tom Brady and the Bucks tonight. I have absolutely zero to back this up. But I am going with Tampa money line bet. Ah. At the start of the game, they were minus one twenty-five, so that's the bet I placed. And uh, I have the Bucks winning this game by a final score of twenty-two to twenty-one. So, I do love that you are pulling an official George Costanza. Correct. Everything about your 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 being love is telling Baltimore. you take Baltimore. Love them, but and- I'm on such a bad run that I'm sure Tampa will win tonight. Uh, and I probably should just do a 10-unit play on it, yes, but I'm not. You're not. This is a 5-unit play. <laughs> well, I'll just let you know. I was going to start with one college game because this team's been good to me, but I'll go the other way. I'm putting two units. Uh, I'm taking the Ravens. For all ah! the for all the reasons that you <laughs> all the reasons that you said you, you fool. All the reasons you said you liked Baltimore is also why I liked Baltimore, but I don't love it a ton. I'm only doing a two-unit play. Uh, by the way, Tampa is winning. Yeah, 7-3, to three, and they ran for a touchdown, which they're the worst rushing attack in the NFL. Well, I did want to mention, too, for those who didn't hear us before, Jason Quick, we did cover these games with one another yes. before the game yes. started, so we, we knew what. Yeah, we, we do that on Thursday night. Yeah, just Tonight I learned Jason Pierre-Paul is a Raven. Did not know that. You didn't know JPP? <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah, and his six digits. Yeah, every now I think he's got more like. Seven and a half digits? I think he's got eight and a half. He blew up um, his thumb. Can I ask you what was the spread at the start of the game? Was it because I did money line? It was I it saw one and, one and a half. half. One and a half. I saw. Okay, so Baltimore plus one and a half. Yes, for two. Yeah. Okay. You are uh, logged. And then my college one that I'm going to go with, and uh, I've won money for a couple weeks in a row yeah. on them, and I'm going to stick with it, and that is my Syracuse Orange. Nice. And they got Notre Dame. Okay. And uh, where's that game? It's at Syracuse, and it's only it's Syracuse minus two. So you know, like. The, Syracuse is good. They just ran out of gas against Clemson. They were the better team against Clemson. I know they're a little beat up after that. Notre Dame is not a good team, and I'm only having to give up two here. I trust Syracuse defense. I used to be a low-scoring affair, but I like Syracuse, so I'm going to take that uh, for another two-play or two-unit play. Uh, give me Syracuse at home, laying the two against Notre Dame. I do have a college play. I like to stick in the Pac-12. 
um, sometimes in the Big 12, but uh, I like to go with the teams that I've watched. And uh, I'm going to go on Utah tonight, guys. Yeah, seven. Uh, they are minus seven at Washington State. I will take the Utes. The last three games, uh, Cam Rising is rising. He is running the ball. He is as well as chucking it. Utah has momentum. They had that huge win over USC. Then they got the bye week to regroup and make a run here. Their offense is balanced. It is top 20 in the nation. And their defense is number one in the Pac-12 against the pass. So when Utah's defense has had problems, it's been against the run. And the Cougs, I don't know if you remember this, they rushed for 23 yards last uh, game against Oregon State. Yeah. So I feel like matchup-wise, Washington State's going to have a hard time taking advantage of what Utah's bringing to the table. So the other thing about Washington State, you know, that win at Wisconsin, it doesn't look as good now. And I hate to say that, Cougs, but they've already fired their coach. Their offense has 24 points in the last two games. In the last three meetings, Utah's won by 11, 17, and 25. Now, this one being in Pullman backs me off a hair. On Thursday night. But I'm still still going Utes. I think they win by double digits. I've got Utah 77 to one. Seems like a lot, but the Cougs go with some fancy new unis. By the way, I like that pick, too. The only thing that scares me about it at all is the Thursday night Pac-12 thing. Uh, those games just... Those, the, weird places like Pullman on, on short weeks can end up being problematic, but I'm with you. Everything about this, to me, screams the use cover this. Uh, by right. the way, five units. Five units. Yeah, because I, I, I'm doing five units from here on out. I have too much I have too much making up to do. Okay. I, don't, I only have one... Uh, significant play everything else is going to be a two or a three unit i'm going to go with the raiders uh and the saints here and look i get that new orleans has had some bad luck this year with turnovers but look at this point you're going with andy dalton i think they're running up the flag and you're hearing that there could have some significant guys on the trade block that could be gone after this and don't look now. I think the Raiders at two and four are potentially still alive. I agree. I mean, that division isn't the meat grinder that we thought. And they're playing better ball. And if that had gone the other way against the Chiefs, remember they lost that one 30 to 29. And that was in Kansas City. What are we saying about the Raiders right now? So I, I kind of like the Raiders here. And I think this spread, well, I don't I like the Raiders in general. It's I think one. I think they're better. It's a one point spread. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to lay three units on this. I think the Raiders go down and take care of business. I think those are teams going in the opposite direction. Does it make you uncomfortable that I agree wholeheartedly? Probably. With that? <laughs> it terrifies me. But All right, here's my uh, other pick. It's five units as well. In the NFL, uh, the uh, Patriots are visiting the Jets. The New England Patriots have won 12 in a row against the Jets. Uh, Bill Belichick is coming off a game on Monday Night Football where his team was embarrassed. And I will always bet on Bill Belichick to come back strong after being embarrassed. His defense is good. There is a reason why, believe it or not, they are favored in this game. The Jets, four straight wins. We have to look closer at at their wins. Three of the four are against the worst quarterback situations in the NFL. They beat the Steelers when Trubisky got benched for Pickett. Trubisky was so bad, they went to Pickett. They beat Miami with Skylar Thompson. And they beat Denver with Brett Rippon. Yeah, I got screwed on that Skyler Thompson game, by the way. So, look, I know the Jets are good. Salah has a little momentum there. He's a good coach. Remember this, too. Vera Tucker, their best offensive lineman, out. Uh, Hall, their big stud uh, rookie running back, also out. Never count out Bill Belichick. Mac Jones rebounds. They play with their hair on fire. They win a 13th straight against the Jets. Final score, New England, 33 New York, two. How was that Patriot offense going to score 33 points? 
All right, so that's the, the last of yours. Uh, they were favored by two and a half, by the way. So that's a, a five a five unit play. All right, is that the end of yours? That's then? all I got. All right, I'll three I'll, five unit plays. I'll rip through all I got, locks. I got three more here that I'll rip through. Uh, I told you that Atlanta was fool's gold. Everyone loved them because they were covering. A lot of those covers were absolute flukes. Atlanta is not a great team. Atlanta should not be favored by four and a half over anybody, by the way. And that includes the Carolina Panthers, who have a new coach. They got a new quarterback. I think they found a little mojo. I think their backs are against the wall. They gave everyone the bird last week that said that they were in a tankathon. They said there's no more of their players that are that are leaving. And I thought the defense played inspired. And I'm getting four and a half. I'll gladly lay that for three units. I think Carolina can win that game outright. I'll take Carolina. That's, uh, uh, that spread is four. It's down to four? Okay, yes. I'll, fine. Plus, plus four. Take, how, many, how many on that? Uh, three units. Okay. I'm going to do another three-unit play on this. Uh, I've been fading the Cardinals, but this is a fun little stat here. They're on the road against Minnesota, but I'm not going to touch the that is essentially, even though Minnesota, I, I don't have any faith in, in Arizona whatsoever. Minnesota's a pretty good team. Fun little fact here. In his career... Kyler Murray, 20-7 and seven on the road with Whoa. the under. They don't score a lot of points on the road. I'm taking the under 49. Grab me the under for three units in that one. They're playing, okay, Minnesota. Minnesota, under 49. Under 49. Units. Okay, all right, all right, all right. And then finally, my four-unit play here. Ooh, the big one. This is my big one here, and I'm going with a massive advantage on both sides of the ball in the trenches, and that is going to be one and a half uh, that I'm having to lay here. The San Francisco 49ers will take care of the L.A. Rams, uh, and I'm only having to give up one and a half there. Four-unit play. They dominate up front. Don't they own the Rams? Yes. Yeah, Shanahan's won seven straight against them. Yeah. And it's one and a half. Hey, uh, Buck. Except um, for the NFC yeah, Championship the game. The one that matters. Oh, yeah. But I don't care about that because I'm gambling. Well, that was a hell of a game, week. though. They, yeah. they, they, were, they were winning that one as well. Okay, so, Buck, uh, we got to get you involved in this here, huh? Sure. All right, well, next week. <laughs> Dynamite <laughs> dropping, Buck. That broadcast school really paying off. Next week, I want I want Bucks locks. Fair enough. We can we're do gonna, that. We're going to start keeping your your picks here too. All right. So Souk, I am uh, one one play that I do have tonight that you guys did not mention. I am under in Pullman, under fifty seven. If you're playing somewhere, you can get it. Yeah. Okay. Cougs and Utes. Um, Souk, Syracuse minus two for two units. He'll be on uh, Baltimore tonight, or is on Baltimore tonight, plus one and a half for two. Las Vegas in New Orleans, minus one for three units. Carolina, plus four in Atlanta for three. The under in the Vikings-Cardinals game in Minnesota for three. And San Francisco, minus one and a half in L.A. against the Rams for four. I have Tampa Bay money line tonight for five. Utah Utes for five tonight in Washington or at Washington State. And uh, I will take my Patriots, minus two and a half, also for five. Uh, we each still have our three 10-unit plays available, which is very exciting. I have not seen anything that I've been that uh, hot and bothered for. I feel like it's going to come down to the last few weeks, and we're going to be throwing those out right and left. But uh, I'm just going to wait. At my 10-unit play will be on the Green Bay Packers at some point. <laughs> I was surprised to see you not take the Packers. Plus 11? Rodgers is catching 11, dude. I didn't even think about it. You know the one that scared me, though? That was the Giants, because I've been the Giants and the Packers have been my kryptonite, and I was smart enough. I, ta- I tried to talk myself on air last week out of betting uh, against the Giants and for Green Bay, and I-, I didn't do it, and they both burned me. So I'm just, I'm done. All right. I'm off table, and I'm off the floor. Well, let's, um, that reminds me, because I was looking at this game to bet, and I just, I, I didn't get there on either side of it. Yeah. Let's talk about 
Seahawks Giants. Yeah. Did you see that? The Seahawks oh. are favored. Oh, I saw it, and believe me, I went back and forth on this thing about 9,000 times. Well, that should tell you not to bet it. Exactly. If you're going back and forth. If you keep going back and forth, that's just, I'm going to slow. But I'm that's why I backed away. off of it, too, because I was like, whoa, whoa, yep. whoa, Giants plus three all day. And then you start looking at it and yep. like, oh. Yep. I, oh. I am right there. All right, we'll get to that next. It's 553 on the fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right. Well, I don't know where, what, where Suke went. He's probably in the bathroom. But uh, my Bucks uh, leading the Ravens on Thursday night football 10-3. to 3. How about that? And uh, Lamar Jackson does not look good. The backwards logic working? It's working so far uh, because, well, I don't know about you, Buck, but it sure as hell looks to me like Tampa is fired up for this game. Like they, One team looks decidedly more ready to play this game than yeah, Tampa. Yeah, and, you know, in the NFL, the wounded animal theory is is a real thing. Like, you get a team that's pissed off, that's back at home, that has to win. I'll take that team most most times because there's just not that much difference between any of these teams. And uh, Baltimore finds new and creative ways to lose, and um, they appear to be doing that again tonight. Here's my thing, though, with Baltimore. Baltimore always starts off great and then finds a way to lose. This is going to be the Costanza. This is where they come back. They're going to look terrible, and then they're going to have a rousing fourth quarter comeback, and, and there you go. We've seen it before. Remember that? What was that the Colts game last year? With the Ravens, like Lamar Jackson yeah, came they, storming back. He came and, storming back, and that was the one where everyone was like, see, I told you he could throw. Yeah, he looks terrible tonight, by the way. Yeah, there's always that weird thing that certain quarterbacks that that catch flack, right? And by flack, I mean legitimate criticism. There's always that, like, the, the moment they do something, right? they, they do something that, that for one game that disproves the narrative out there, uh, that we'd love to to come off the top ropes and start yelling and screaming. It's just what we were talking about in the NFL. There's always this knee-jerk reaction to either you suck or you're terrible. So if you have a, a track record of, of not doing one thing and then you have a game or two where you know you 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 actually kind of go the other direction, we love to do that. Well, see, I told you, and it's it's a game or two. And I unfortunately I think it like guys like Lamar uh that have questions about their ability to throw, I think on both sides there's way too much rhetoric about using one example to you know, to try to prove your point. Well, the New York Giants are 5-0 and against the spread as an underdog this year. Yeah. And they are an underdog again <laughs> in Seattle against our upstart Seahawks and Geno Smith. I have bet against the Giants multiple times this year. And they just – because I'm a big believer of, you know, if you, you find a, a team that the record isn't really indicative of how good they are, that they'll regress back to the – the mean. And I, I feel that way about the Jets. I feel that way against the about the Giants. Neither one of those are obviously bad football teams. And by the way, I think the Giants are better than the Jets. But there's clear issues with those teams. And you would just think that eventually the luck is going to run out. And luck is not necessarily the, the right word. But every time you watch the Giants play, I feel like the other side has some sort of weird implosion. Even last week in Jacksonville, right? Jacksonville did it. 
where you just you're cruising along and Etienne has a fumble going to the end zone. They're up by four and they decide to go for it on like fourth and two as opposed to kicking a field to go up by seven. They just they, they just seem to be a team that is is taking advantage of these breaks. They're not beating themselves. And you would think that eventually that luck is going to run out. And now you're going into Seattle. And this is going to be weird to say, I feel like to Seattle, what they're doing, I feel like it's a little more sustainable. Like, I don't think Seattle is tricking people with smoke and mirrors. I don't think they're a great team either. But I don't feel that necessarily Seattle is getting lucky. I don't think they're just taking a break or two here. And it kind of leads me to want to say Seattle at home is going to be fine. But then I just, every time I think that the Giants, the luck is going to run out, they just give me the bird which is why I ultimately just stayed away from this game and was like, I I, I can't touch it. Yeah, I'm, I hear you. I, I feel like the, Seah- the Seahawks at home, I don't want to bet against them. No. I'm either taking them or I'm leaving it alone. Yes. So I'm leaving it alone. And I, I look at this, too, and right now I, I think you <laughs> Seattle has a couple young corners that are playing real well. The Giants really don't do anything on the outside to scare you at all. And I just I, it kind of feels like you're starting to believe in Geno Smith. <laughs> And that is the most terrifying thing in the world to say that you're starting to believe in Geno Smith, but you got a couple young tackles that are playing well. You're running the ball. Well, I just, and, and at what point does the Geno thing stop being a fluke? I mean, he is top three in a lot of offensive statistical categories, including quarterback rating. And I, and I know that it's not like the world's biggest sample size, but this isn't two or three games anymore. The question is, the defense at times has looked like the worst defense in the NFL. And then the last couple they've, you know, they've, they've, they've played a little better. The question is, is that defense, are, are they really improving or is it just, you, you played some funky offenses, see like the Cardinals. Like I, I don't, that's the part that, that scares me about Seattle. It isn't really the offense. It's like, where do we sit with this defense? All right. Uh, it's time for the club coming up next. We start with uh, the watcher talk. Yeah. I got the actual watcher letters. Yeah. This is interesting. We'll uh, get to that next at 602 on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.